Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, Brooke. Amanda, it's our last episode of the year. Can you believe it? I'm so proud of us. I am too. 36 episodes since April and like, we're just on fire, if I may say so much. <laughs> we really are. And we have so much more to talk about. Oh, so the much. list just goes on and on. I, I feel, know. I know. I feel like I'm in the shower. Or I'm in the car. I'm like, oh my God, we got to talk about it on the ep- oh, podcast. Yeah. And we've like shifted gears a little bit with our format. And I feel like it's just been a seamless transition, oh, if I may yeah. say so myself. We're rocking and rolling. Rocking and or rolling. I know. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Makes me kind of all sniffly. A little misty, but a like in a happy misty. way. Yeah. I mean, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be back with more episodes. But it, yeah, it's like, it's bittersweet mm-hmm. that this was, this was, it's not been a full year yet, but 2022 was the year of good enough What are we going to do for our year anniversary? I don't know. It's April, right? April. We got to start thinking about that. Okay. Listeners, what should we do? What should we do for to our one celebrate year anniversary? Our one year yeah. And it'll probably align with like what our 50th episode because yep. we skipped a week or two here and there, like mm. skipped a week when you had COVID, we skipped Thanksgiving. <sighs> so it it will like very closely align with 50th episode. Yes. Okay. So much. That to feels sell. momentous. Yeah, that does feel momentous. Should I make a cake? Yes. I mean, the answer is always yes. I'm not making it. So. Well, no. <laughs> so I mean, I didn't mean that rudely. I'm like, well, no, of course you're not. <laughs> I like to bake. Okay, I'll make us a birthday cake. Good enough fish turns one. Her baby. Taking her first steps. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So last episode of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, in our main topic, we'll be talking about resolutions or not. You know, to resolution or not to, to resolution, resolution or not to resolution. That is the question. That is the question. Yeah. I'm excited to dive in, but first I have a couple of updates for you. Yes. Amanda, one of them is a little sad. I know, Brooke, because when I <sighs> went into our document, I was like, what does that mean? Because you just wrote fish death. Yes. So, I was like, why mm-hmm. you didn't you tell me? You know. So, pages, fish. I like how you're whispering. Ocean. Ocean. Met the end of her yeah. her time on mm-hmm. this earth in her waters mm-hmm. of media Pennsylvania. Um, and it was very sad to tell Paige that, like, nope, Ocean is not just sleeping. Because she was known for taking a little nap. I didn't really know that Fish took naps and looked dead. This one did. Okay. But then the one day I was like, she's not just dead. She's, like, hanging out on winter the bar- nap. <laughs> A long winter's nap. So Nick and I, like, triple-checked. The fish was truly dead. And then we, you know, told her, like, 
you know, ocean. Yeah. It's not just sleeping. And there were some tears. But then we realized after our snail experience that the quicker you find a replacement for the pet, the quicker that we get over the death. Yes. So I think that was kind of the same conversation. It was like, Ocean is no longer with us. She was a great fish. Yeah. Can I get a new one? Yep. Put on some clothes and let's go to Pet Smart. Let's go right now. She came back with a new fish that for the first day or two, her name was Mermaid. Okay. Now her name is Scales. Oh. And or Mermaid Scales. So you can call her whatever you want. Can you call her Scaly? Sure. Yeah. You can just, it's fine. And within an hour, like, I kind of like this fish better than than Ocean. Okay. So she, I mean, she got over it real quick, real quick. Is Ocean still on ice in our freezer? Yes. Yes. Because you know that for some reason in my family, we don't. That's just part of the process. It's part of the process. You have like a little morgue. We had a, we have a little fish and or snail morgue. Yeah. And so we'll be burying the fish and, but we have, we have moved on. There were some tears initially, yeah. but we've moved on from Ocean. She was a lovely first pet for Paige. So that's that's an update. That's I'm sorry great. to all I of you. I do the- sort of wish that you had like a small fish-sized coffin, coffin for your freezer. You know, that brings up an interesting point because, <laughs> I mean, real, real shift here. When you lose a tooth at school, they give you a little treasure Correct. chest. Correct. I mean, treasure chest and coffin. Similar aesthetic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I don't think the little tooth. Are you coffin. trying to are you saying that you're you could fit the fish in that tooth treasure chest? What size is this fish? This fish was a little too large. That'd be for a the shoving tr- situation, <laughs> bro, which I don't think is respectful. I don't to think ocean. it's respect, respectful to ocean. I'm but okay. it just made me think of a little mini coffin. I mean, I'm in the Wednesday mode, as we've talked about, you know, Wednesday Adams. And yeah. so I'm in that sort of goth, coffin-y, mm-hmm. you know, I could picture an adorable little coffin, <laughs> pet coffin, because it yeah. seems like it's happening enough in your house. I mean, I hope it stops happening. We've got, so um, right now we've got healthy-ish, maybe I mean, fish, fish and two snails that are still, they're doing their job. They're keeping the tank super clean. Okay. Um, something to think about. Something to think about. Maybe fish coffins is like a new business venture. <laughs> Balance no. bound fish coffins. No, no, thank Hot you. Bestseller. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's an update there. Yeah. And sorry. then you had one more update too, because you had shared your revolutionary <laughs> use of head and shoulders with yeah. us recently. I want to clarify that, well, that since I had that revelation and I used the head and shoulders a few times on my stubborn T-zone area, uh-huh. I did see some clearing up yeah. of the little breakouts. It is harsh and drying. So okay. I'm down to using it like once a week. Yeah. But I still, I still swear it is making a difference. Amazing. The zinc in the head and shoulders. Amazing. Um, so I did also go to the dermatologist to have some little Amelia removed. Mm. Sorry if that's too gross and graphic. Um, but so I'm like, I feel like we're on the right path with the skin journey. Yes. And here's a. This is not my. This episode's favorite of my future self, but here's something I did for myself. Okay. I've been wanting to switch dermatologists, but I only ever think of it when I need to go to the dermatologist. Correct. The place that I want to go that my mom recommends and a few other people have recommended, um, they have a six-month wait list for new patients. Uh But since I was going to my current dermatologist, who I don't love, but I needed to get the milia taken care of, I was like, I'm going to make both appointments at the same time. So I made the appointment 
to go right. to my existing dermatologist within a couple later. days. Uh-huh. And then I called and got on the schedule, a new patient schedule at the other place. So when I'm ready for the full, I need like a full body check of like oh, yeah, the I moles just and things. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep up with that, you know, as regularly as possible or whenever insurance will, will cover it. But I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to make the appointment there now. You so in a couple yourself. months, I'm not like, ugh, I need to go back, but I don't want to wait six more months then. Yes, there is that phrase that I need to look up. What is the exact phrase? Because I feel like I keep butchering it, but it keeps coming up in my life, which is that whole concept of like, you think about fixing the roof when it's raining, but then you're like, oh, I don't need to fix the roof anymore because it's not raining. Right. That is happening to me a lot lately where there's a lot of things and there's one in particular, but I can't remember it right now. But it's like, it's always just like, oh, I need to do that. And then it stops raining, so I don't do it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's raining again. Yep. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I took care of that. I felt pretty proud of myself. <sighs> good. So that's the general skin update. Okay, good. For me. All right. Well, let's take a little break. Let's do and it. And then we will come back and tackle our main topic. Okay. Okay. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. Amanda, we're back. And in this last big segment of the year. Mm. We're going to talk about something super relevant. Yes. New Year's resolutions, or maybe you want to call it like manifesting, manifesting Mm -hmm. that ish Mm -hmm. is what I like to call Mm -hmm. it. Um, It's kind of the time of year when we talk about setting goals. And as I've said many, many times. You have, and you were going to say this. I'm going to say it again. Mm -hmm. There's nothing magic about January. No. You can set goals and manifest things or whatever you want to do any time of year. But there is something about this time of year that makes us uh, reflect and think about what we want next year to look like for us. Yes. So So what are you thinking? You have talked before about like you don't even think March is the new January. Yeah. So do you not even, are you not even going to think about that until March? Or are you kind of like, I'm thinking about a little bit. I usually, I start maybe... You know, in reflecting on the past year, which we also did on our last episode, like the things we accomplished, I'll, I definitely have started thinking about how to build upon some of those accomplishments, mm-hmm. but I'm not like writing anything down yet in mm-hmm. my planner or I don't ever sit down and be like, okay, it's my goal setting day. Like, no, I will just write things down as they come to me or yeah, as, kind of as they've them. As I've been marinating for a couple of weeks on something, I'll be like, okay, it sounds like this is something that is actually important to me this year. So I'm going to write it down. Yeah. And I mean, you know how I feel about writing things down too. You're much more likely to accomplish your yeah, goals. Yeah, it's like 44% more likely. I think it's 42%. Uh-huh. You're 42% more likely to accomplish your goals when you write them down. That's science. It is. Mm-hmm. It is Science. science. So, yeah, I am. Well, something that also occurred to me as we're thinking about it, too, is that January and February 
in our climate here tend to just be quieter, you know? And so I think it is a nice opportunity. You know, we're not so social. You're not running around. It's colder. We're spending more time inside. So it is actually kind of a nice opportunity to, there's not like big conferences going on to reflect and plan and think. And so that makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. Do you actually, do you ever like sit down to do personal goal setting or is it also Mm. kind of the a fluid type yeah, of situation. Yeah, fluid. Although I'm participating in something this weekend, actually, that's called the pajama part, like business planning pajama party mm-hmm. with this woman, Michelle Ward, who I just discovered through my friend Cassidy. And um, that is going to be a very deliberate planning session mm-hmm. for next year for mm-hmm. my business. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. Good. Yeah, last year I had signed up for Molly Mayhar's um, Holiday Council, mm-hmm. which our friend um, Jen Oglesby has done for several years and loves. But I found that because I'm just so tired mm-hmm. at the end of the year because of work and the holiday rush, I was like, this is just not a good time for me to be really yeah. looking ahead because I'm just, I'm not in the right space. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because you actually did send me info about that pajama thing, and I'm like, nope, that's not spark and joy right now. Yeah, I I'm excited about it because it just happened to be. It's, I love the pajama idea first I mean, of all. Who doesn't? And this woman just has such a fun and easy vibe about her, and it has a workbook, mm-hmm. so it's fun. You can um, you love a workbook. I love a workbook. <laughs> so it has a workbook component. And so yeah, I'll report back on that okay. about how that goes. But one thing that I am thinking about doing for my personal side. Well, it will be personal in business, but you know, I love Gretchen Rubin mm-hmm. and she does that whole 20 for 2020, 20 for 2020. And so the next year it would be 23 for 2023. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about this before? We have. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about it on the At podcast. Okay. Yeah. But um, it is just that idea of making a list of things big and small yeah. that you want to accomplish in the year. And I love that the Balance Bound Planner has that list of 20 things that yes. you can do. And I love what Gretchen and her sister do on their podcast where they really use it as an opportunity to be like, okay, the the batteries on my microphone haven't been working and I'm going to figure that out mm-hmm. just for once and for all. I mean, it can be those little things that are just going to remove that friction right. that you've been dealing with this year. Correct. Yeah. So there are things that I do want to sit down and make a list of, like silly things like Junie jumps on our guests and that bothers me, <laughs> but fixing that is not, it's not an easy solution. Right. It involves training and consistency and all of that. So that's on my list, for example, of something that I want to address in 2023. It's funny. I was just, as you were talking, I was opening my current 2022 Balance Bound Planner and looking at my goals and I only set three. And guess what? I accomplished all of them because I didn't overdo it. Mm -hmm. And they were take the family to Florida and we all went to Disney World in March launch the Forever 35 collaboration because we had just started working on it at the beginning of last year and we launched that in August Mm -hmm. and launch a podcast, Uh, which you and I did in April. So it's like those were some pretty big things. And I think it's important to keep in mind that you don't have to fill out the whole list. Like here I am, I actually designed this planner and there's room for 20 goals. And I just, it just didn't feel authentic this year to push myself beyond those three really big things. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it can be just stuff like teach Jimmy how to ride a bike or get braces for Molly or whatever it is. Like, yeah. 
just kind of give yourself or learn to make banana bread or whatever. So, uh, banana yeah, bread banana is a banana huge bread has for me. been getting more mentions than your friend Megan. I know. Well, <laughs> like, there you go. You just gave her one. Hi, Megan. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a big theme in your life. Is there I anything mean, you want to tell us about banana bread? You just it's just on your mind a lot. It, well, it's on my mind this week because we, okay, we had three brown bananas. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the grocery store. So I looked at my Betty Crocker cookbook mm-hmm. for how to make banana breads mm-hmm. from scratch. And we needed buttermilk, which is not something that I typically have, mm-hmm. but this particular recipe called for it. So I went to the store and I spent about $170 and almost forgot the buttermilk. <laughs> um, the one thing you went for. But then I came home and I had the buttermilk and in that process, Fernando had thrown out the bananas. No. So now to, like, I have. write on the bananas. I'm using these. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't think, I, you know, I didn't, didn't think they were going to be snatched <laughs> from underneath gonna... of me. Um, yeah. And so then, so now I'm looking at the expiration date of the buttermilk, which is December 16th. Oof. I have two bananas this. currently that are working their way towards the status that I need them, but I don't. You know, so I am thinking a lot about banana okay, bread right okay, now. Okay, And I want to be clear that this is airing after December 16th. Oh. But just. Yes. So That's you're, you're be- not using expired buttermilk. <laughs> I just want our listeners to know, know. we, we are get responsible. Confused. We get confused sometimes about when we're recording and when it airs. We are responsible buttermilk consumers. consumers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're just, not all going to be just- in the ER with buttermilk poisoning. <laughs> yeah. be like, but I just needed to use the bananas. I know. Yeah. So I'm just in a bit of a situation yeah. right now with okay. banana bread, right. which is why it's top of mind. Okay. Anyway, I would <laughs> like to sit down and see if I can come up with a list of 20-ish things. But it, like you said, if it's three. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Um, I also really love the idea of a word of the year. I was just going to say this. You were? I was. Because that's also something that's on the goal page of the Balance Bound Planner, a word or phrase of the year. I actually never found one that felt right for 2022. So Mm -hmm. I never had one. But in years prior, I have had different words that have just been like growth or, um, gosh, I don't even remember. I'll have to look back in my old planners. But I like that idea because I'm not someone that's ever set like a single New Year's resolution. That's so much pressure. It's so much pressure. It's too big. And I'm not someone that's like, I'm not going for this. I don't know. I like little areas of personal growth that add to my fulfillment as a human. Yes. I'm not looking for like, I'm not going to like run. I mean, there are people who run marathons and that's an incredible single goal if that's your only goal because I don't think I could ever do it. Can't even run for a minute. (laughs) Not. Unless I'm late for the train. Me neither. (laughs) Um, Unless you're late for the train. Um, But yeah, so I've not been someone to set like a single goal or resolution, but I like the idea of a word that kind of encompasses or lends itself to the other smaller goals. So, you know, if, my goal, my word of the year a few years ago was growth. Maybe on that list was read 30 books. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of those things that are contributing to my growth. So I love that So idea. do you already have an idea of what your word's going to be for 2023? I don't yet. I do. usually, okay. I do. I've got my hand raised. Go. Go. Amanda. <laughs> Call on me. Call on me. My word for 2023 is structure. Mm-hmm. Because as you know, I've been talking a lot about, I just need more routine. I need more structure. And so for me, that means 
morning routine, evening routine, a little bit more structure in my work day. Mm -hmm. I find myself feeling a little bit too much chicken with my head cut off. Mm -hmm. Um, And I- Shot out of a cannon. Shot out of a cannon. A chicken with no head that is being shot shot out of a cannon. Simultaneously being shot out of Uh a cannon. uh That's the way that I can feel sometimes. And so I just, I want more structure. Love it. As you were talking, I thought of a potential word for me. Um, that may sound desperate, but it's not as scary. Just the word help. <laughs> but like, I need to ask for help. Yeah. I need, I need more help with the business. If we're going to grow the Balance Bound Collection and even, you know, grow Curious and Company beyond what it is now, we need more help with the little things that are taking up our time that like I don't need to be the one packing the yep. orders and I need help in the form of some sort of space that is not my dining room table. Yes. That um I love that this is your word, bro. Yeah. I mean not quite yet. Not writing it in pen yet, but some I just need to be able to ask for help. I need to seek help in the terms in terms of physical spaces that will help to remove some of the friction. Yes. So yes. I mean you can come up with any word and like make it work oh, for yeah. 10 different th- that's why i love that it's, it's just symbolism. a simple word that mm-hmm. symbolizes delegation better space for my my business and the growth of the business yeah it's so like more like an in- an intention than a resolution i think a lot of times with resolutions they lean so heavily on the shoulds right i should work out more i should eat healthier i should blah 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 right. and that's not going to last and when you don't uphold those you feel that sense of failure and yeah. that's not what resolutions and goals are about no you're the only one you know, like you're holding yourself accountable. You're, you don't need to be worried about failing or disappointing anyone. Like, no, yes. that's that's not a good type of yes. accountability and pressure, at least yes. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, um, I love the concept of help because I think you and I are very much in the same boat in our businesses where we are in that funny chicken and egg situation mm-hmm. where um, we are pre-rich. We are pre-rich <laughs> and it feels like, you know, I, I always think of the analogy of when you're like pushing the boulder up the hill. Yeah. But then it gets up and then you're chasing the boulder. Yeah. I feel like, you know, that's the place where I feel like I'm getting to in my business, but yeah. I'm not going to be able to experience all that growth. And it's just like I look at my to-do list and it's not mathematically possible. Right. So you either have to get the help or just severely limit your growth. Yeah. And, and I want to credit um, Rachel Rogers yes. for the term pre-rich. And she's the one who wrote We Should All Be Millionaires, the yes. book that you and I read. I just was looking back at my Goodreads because of um, in the most recent episode before this, we were talking about how many books we've read. And, mm-hmm. and I only just listened to her book this year. I feel like it's been part of my life for so much longer. Yeah. But I listened to it this year and I've listened to it twice all the way through and I own the hard copies. Yes. So she's it's, she's a huge inspiration. But yes, so that term pre-rich <laughs> comes mm-hmm. from her Make Money Moves program. Um, but yeah, she's a big proponent of like, you're not going to be able to grow until you ask for help, you yes. delegate, you figure out the things that are not a good use of your time and skill. Yes. And you could easily hire someone else who would be thrilled to take that on for you. Yeah. Because this word <clears throat> help for you, for example, could be somebody that just decides, you know what, I'm going to bite the bullet and get that house cleaner. 
or I'm going to get somebody to do my laundry for me mm-hmm. or, you know, that, yeah, outsourcing, yeah. just getting help. Yes. Yes. Um, something else I wanted to ask you, which we haven't really talked about. Are you a vision board person? Nope. That's, that's a pretty firm nope. 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 <laughs> nope. It's not firm or no. <laughs> well, <laughs> give when me you more. say vision board, are you talking about sitting down with a bunch of magazines and clipping things out and put, pasting them with a glue stick on a poster board? Maybe. <laughs> I, I listen, I mean, of- my, my note next to this bullet point, if you look at our notes is vision boards, question mark, kind of cheesy, but can also be fun and a constant visual reminder of your goals and the growth you'd like to see. It does not have to be cutting things out of magazines, but like, I guess it's just a more in your face at all times uh, goal list kind of, you know, like whether it's your actual goals that are in a place that you see every day outside of your planner, like something that's on your wall. Mm -hmm. Like I have a whiteboard next to my desk at home and at the top, again, after reading Rachel Rogers' book, says Mm -hmm. million dollar ideas Mm -hmm. because I just, that, that, that push to like all of these ideas on this board or all of these things that I need to do are going to take me one step further Mm -hmm. in my personal growth and my wealth. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but you have a look on your face that tells me I can't talk you into a vision board, but I'm also, I'm a skeptic too, but I have to, okay. So I have to tell you that the reason I bring this up is because I recently listened to a podcast interview with Shay Mitchell. She's an actress and an entrepreneur. She was in Pretty Little Liars, which I've also talked about recently, Mm. and the show You on Netflix. She's gorgeous. She is a great actress. And she is really big on vision boards and manifesting. Mm -hmm. And she has all of these things that she says, like, I put this on my vision board and I manifested this thing. And a year later, I had it. And it's like, it sounds so cheesy. It sounds so cheesy, but at the same time, is it the actual act of manifesting or is it just that the approach that you take to manifesting by creating some sort of vision board that you look at every day is there in the back of your mind when you're negotiating a rate for something or you're Right, as it creating some sort of pathway in your brain that this is what I have said that I wanted to do. This is what I've said out loud. Exactly. And, yes. Exactly. So, I mean, I saw the look on your face when I, I mentioned vision boards. I am a skeptic. I'm more of a curmudgeon about, about, so I have many people in my life that love vision boards, like mm-hmm. Liss, one of my clients, who I believe is a listener, loves a good vision board and has beautiful stories of seeing those visions come I true. I think I, I know the same the, list. You know the list. She has taken some envious trips oh, this year yeah. that I just With want her outfits. to. Oh Have you gosh. seen the outfits? She is a style maven when she, yes. uh, we need to interview Liz, but she is someone who like, I've seen her social media posts and I'm like, so can you just tell me everything? Right. Yeah. All of your plans for this vacation. Like I will buy this. And she said she actually put up like, here was our itinerary. You can Venmo me. I, did, I, you, did you see that? I saw it mm-hmm. and I'm not quite ready yet, but I'm like, I mean, dream worthy. Oh my God. But I love that she managed. She manifests a lot of that stuff. She does. Yeah. So she's really big into vision boards. My friend Patty Huber, who's another KonMari consultant, she has a um, something called the Cultivate Club. Mm -hmm. um, And she has vision boarding as part of that process. I think for some reason, I just, it just conjures up um, being 14 in Jamie Savage's um, bedroom on the floor, clipping 
you know, boy bands. At, like it just has that, like, I can't get past that. They feel also very visually cluttery to me. Sure. Yeah. So I could get behind. There was somebody at one point that was developing like a, um, more of a digital vision board. Mm-hmm software that I thought was really cool because I was thinking about you because in in KonMari one of the first things that we talk about is having an ideal lifestyle visioning what your ideal lifestyle is and so sometimes we recommend doing a vision board Mm -hmm. and so I was going to introduce this tool I need to go back because I think I actually sent that tool to Liz and said what do you think of this I need to go back and see does that tool exist so all that is to say yeah yes I would do a vision board for us but could it be more aesthetically pleasing. Of course. I'm talking to the right person. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I can design it and make it look beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I'm going to – like, I feel like you can make the idea of the vision board and the the visual manifesting your own. Like, it doesn't have to be – Yeah, I think it's the exercise of doing it. And then it is the visual reminder of having it. I just want that to look – less like what I produced on the bedroom floor of Jamie Savage's house in, four, in when I was 14. Gotcha. And I mean, it's not necessarily all that different from this pajama planning party thing that you're going to. <laughs> Jamie's going to be like, why are you saying my first and last name? <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. I don't know you. It's Amanda's fault. <laughs> um but like, uh, sorry, the name of that pajama program. What are you doing? The- uh, pajama planning something. Okay, but party. so it's really not that far off from that. It's just that then you're taking those goals and plans and turning them into. I bet that woman's going to make me make a vision board. I think she's going <laughs> to. I think she's going <laughs> to. <laughs> okay, so I'm on board. Okay. All right. Yeah. On the vision board. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We're going to. That'll be so fun. That'll be a fun like New Year's, New Year's activity. New Year's activity episode. In the show notes. We can share our process. Yes. Maybe we do a live vision boarding. Like how we kind of workshopped my personal values. Yes. We're going to, we're going to workshop it. the vision board. Yeah. Because you were kind of like, I don't really want to know the the value of these values. You're, you know, a little bit of a skeptic, but going through the process, you know, you kind of come around. Yeah. Okay. I love it. You're on the vision board. I'm on the board of the vision board. Okay. okay. So let's take a little break. Let's do it. We'll be back. It's planner season. Listeners, you've heard me talk about the Balance Bound Planner on the podcast. And now is the time to snag your 2023 planner because the new year will be here before you know it. I know, it's a scary thought, but it's truly just around the corner. The Balance Bound Planner helps you organize your to-dos, set boundaries, and prioritize self-care so you can better show up for the people and causes that matter to you. Each day in our planners is divided into our four signature sections, work, self, others, and home, so each role you play comes into full focus. You can clearly see at a glance where you're spending your time and where you need to set more boundaries to make more time for yourself. Our dated planners include not one, but two spreads per week, so there's room for everything taking up space in your brain. There are eight gorgeous cover designs to choose from in your choice of wire binding or book binding. I'm a lefty, so I prefer the book binding, which lays open on my desk at all times. If you prefer a daily page layout or an undated format, we've got you covered with our undated daily planner 
or our best-selling daily planner pad. Plus, we have a ton of other great planner accessories, stationary products, stickers, journals, and more. These products are a true labor of love, and I can't wait for you to see them. Head to balancebound.co to shop the entire collection. That's balancebound.co to explore and shop. We are back. We are back. Amanda. We just took a little field trip. (laughs) We took a field trip on the break because you showed me the thing that um, is your future favor. But first, we have to talk about what's sparking joy for me while Junie massages my legs. She went on the field trip. She's like, where are we going? What's happening? No, can you do your Junie voice? Because when you do your Junie, Junie voice off the air, it's really enjoyable. Oh, field trip. That was really fun. Oh, oh. It's totally how I imagine she, like, that's the voice she hears in her head. And it's funny because I actually don't believe I'm making it up. Like, I believe I'm channeling her. Oh, I think you are. For sure. <laughs> yeah. She's given me the blink. Blink twice if you agree. Oh, yep. I yeah. agree. I agree. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. What's Spark and Joy for you? So, okay, so I mentioned that I listened to that podcast interview with Shay Mitchell. It was actually on the podcast called Pod Crushed mm. with Penn Badgley, who you may know from the show You on Netflix. Uh-huh. Again, connection there. Gossip Girl. Oh, I was going to say, yes. that name is familiar from yes. Gossip Girl. Yes, he's been Girl. in a bunch of other things, too. Those are the only two things I've seen. He's very funny on social media. He's he's great. Um, so it's with him, Nava Kavalin, and Sophie Ansari, who they are friends of his who one of them used to be a middle school teacher and one used to be a middle school director. Mm -hmm. And the whole show is a middle school director or like principal. Okay. Let me look up. Sorry. What the actual. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So it's a podcast about, um, your middle school story, exploring heartbreak, anxiety, and self-discovery of being a teenager. So through their different experiences, like Penn Badgley was a teen actor. Like Mm -hmm. he basically calls himself a middle school dropout because he was homeschooled Mm -hmm. while he was acting. And then these two women who have worked in middle schools and just like, we all know that coming of age time is so complicated. So it's a fabulous show. I mean, it's certainly goes off track with other discussions and, but it really ties into like who you were then. And the question that they ask every, everyone they interview at the end of the episode, they're like, what would you tell your 12 year old self? Mm. And it's so good. Mm. I just, I love the nostalgia. I love, you know, we, we have kids who are going to be in middle school soon and just remembering that time and remembering the feelings. And I, I don't know, it's just, it's like, it's a very heartbreaking show sometimes, but it's just, it's lovely. I highly recommend listening to it. I'm still working my way through um, their archives, but my favorite, one of my favorite episodes was their interview with Amy Schumer. Mm, she is I just, love her. I love her too. And this just amplified my love for uh, her. So I don't know what, um, what number that was, but if you search, search their archives, I think they've only been on the air for like two years. Um, so find that show and listen to it. But also you could look up the episode with Shay Mitchell because she talks all about manifesting and goal setting and stuff mm. and vision board. Vision board. Yeah. But that's what's sparking joy. I've been working, uh, 
like I've been packing a lot of planner orders and, you know, I love to have something in my ear. Um, so that's what I've been listening to. Oh, love it. I always yeah. love your recommendations and spoiler alert. I actually talk about middle school a little bit in my TEDx. <gasps> Can't say more in about that, but oh gosh, it's all connected. Amanda. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Amanda. I know what you're let's doing. Let's talk about the field let's, trip. Let's talk about the field trip and what you're doing to do your future self a favor, or what you did to do your future self yes. a favor. So our bathroom that we have is sort of falling apart. You know, mm. it has some tiles that keep coming up off the floor. The vanity is starting to chip. That was the way that we bought it when mm-hmm. we bought the place. Like, okay, this is going to need a little bit of a fixer-upper, but it's not – it's not in the plans in the near future yeah. to get the bathroom fixed. But it needed – so all of that is to say – okay, can I start over? hmm Okay. Um, okay, so I bought this thing for my bathroom that was a lot more expensive than I thought I was going to spend. Mm-hmm. But our bathroom right now is very much a fixer-upper. It needs a whole redo – but it's not something that's in the cards for us soon. So I just needed an upgrade in there. Mm-hmm. In our so I bought this OXO shower organizer that is like a pole, imagine, mm-hmm. that goes in the corner from the corner of the tub all the way up to the ceiling. Like a tension and, rod, right? A tension to hold rod, it in place. exactly. And it has four different shelves mm-hmm. and hooks and all of this kind of stuff. And the shelves are even removable for cleaning and all of this stuff. Even just the lining of the shelf, you can pop it out. Amazing. And because in our shower, we just we were just using all the ledge and the towel rod and like all the stuff everywhere. Nope. Nope. And it was not sparking joy. And every day it was one of those situations where it was kind of one of those situations that I was talking about earlier where like, oh, I got to fix this. And then you get out of the shower and you totally forget about mm-hmm. it. And then you get back in the shower and you're like, oh, I got to fix this. Mm-hmm. So I spent a cool like $130 on this product. Ooh. Brooke, I know that's blowing your mind because you are frugal. You know I'm frugal, but don't think I haven't also looked at this product, probably the exact same one because our shower also has some friction-inducing yeah. frustrations. Right. Yeah. And I love a good shower. I love my time in there. I love the warm water and the scents of my products. Good, and Good water pressure. Isabel There's has started like to get it. more. Like, she wants her little poof, and she likes her special shampoo and conditioner, so she has a shelf now. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just loving it. I mean, because the whole – bathroom redo is probably going to be like $6,000 or something. So I'm like, uh-huh. I'm going to spend, or more. Oh, sweetheart. More? Yeah. 10000 Bathrooms can be like as much as kitchens. Oh, Even exactly. though it's smaller, it's a lot. Yeah. So yeah. that $130 for me just stretched myself. Like, ooh, loving it. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry if that sounded condescending, that I what? was like, oh, oh sweetheart. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> oh, oh, isn't that cute? Isn't that I mean, here I am. Like, we've never had a kitchen or a bathroom <laughs> done either, but like, I hear from people that it can end up being much more and much more than you would ever think. We'll right. have to ask our friend Shyla, yeah. Shyla Griffith. She's yeah, we need awesome. them. And like, yeah, and she just come redo can my I house, my life. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just loving that. So okay. I have done my future self a favor in the sense that I really look forward to the showers. I look forward to everything being so clean. And I think it's actually going to be really easy to clean now because yeah. all those ledges and everything are free of stuff. They can just be easily wiped. Yes. Well, you know I've got all the Curly Girl products and things. And so are you thinking about getting one of these, Brock? Maybe. Maybe someday. Yeah. When I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, 
that yeah we're definitely putting that in the show notes oh yeah for I sure. did get it on sale I think okay. I bought it at OXO directly because if I signed up for their 15% off welcome coupon it was actually cheaper than if I got it from Amazon so I wonder if Kohl's <laughs> now that I'm a Maybe. Kohl's fan you know that Kohl's cash I know well I love the OXO brand and Simple Human is also a really great brand but yes. this one in particular just got amazing reviews it took me approximately 30 seconds to install it amazing yeah um Speaking of Simple Human, I want to give a plug for their customer service. Mm. It's been years now, but I once had a trash can from them. They are like higher quality yes, we have kitchen trash cans, trash cans that are like an investment piece, which sounds ridiculous yes. for a trash can. But it was like, I had this trash can. It had a certain um, like swing lit. It was it kind of reminded me of like an old type of diner. Like it had a certain aesthetic that yes. I was going for, like kind of diner style. And the springs on the little door thingy Mm -hmm. where you put the trash, Uh it's a technical term. Yep. Um, The springs broke. And, Mm -hmm. like, I think I had had it for five or six years at this point. But they no longer, like, I couldn't buy a replacement part for for some reason. Reached out to their customer service, sent sent them some pictures, you know, Mm -hmm. gave them as much Mm -hmm. information as I had about this six-year-old trash can. And they sent me a whole new trash can. Wow. It's just a plug for their customer service. When you— Invest in higher quality products. Often yes. it pays for itself time and time again. Now, Brooke, did your simple human trash can have the receptacle on the back of the trash can to hold the trash bags? Oh, no. Let me show this to you in the kitchen. We're going to take another field trip. Okay. Because my simple human trash bag, so you take the trash bag out. Yes. And then inside the trash bag, the trash can there, there's like there's a, a receptacle. Oh, there is a compartment. So then I just, and it's kind of like a tissue box where you pull the trash bag out. Brooke, I'm blowing your mind right now. Let me tell you. Mind blown. Total elimination of friction. Now, does that mean you need to buy, of course, you're buying the specific simple human, but I just bought two boxes of them. Well, you know, I only buy the Target up and up brand trash bags. So that's end of of discussion for me. When you see this, you might change your mind. Well, no, because it doesn't. My simple human trash can does not have this feature. Oh, okay, currently, yeah. So unless- When, if you ever needed to upgrade to a simple human, I bet you would get this feature and it would blow your mind. All right. All right. Wow. Well, that's we are we are shutting down 2022 with a discussion about trash cans. So if if we that, started it with laundry, laundry and trash cans might sound like the most boring podcast ever, but we're just so glad you've been along for the ride, and we hope that you don't think it was boring. We love you all. Man, I'm feeling so nostalgic and sentimental. Me Happy too. New Year, everybody! Happy New Year. Um, I just hope that everyone has had, like, the holiday that feels like the right— the holiday season that has felt like the right amount of activity and joy and downtime and alone time that they need. Because everybody's different, and um, it can also—it can be a hard season. So whatever you need it to be, I hope you got what you needed, and I hope you'll be back to listen next (gasps) Next year. year. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Buy some merch. (laughs) That too. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 
440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.